there a doctor in the house? Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. Doctor. 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 And doctor. It's time for Advanced Medicine Monday with Dr. Rashid Batar. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. I'm a doctor, not a coal You're not off by a day. We planned it that way. It is Advanced Medicine Tuesday because we had Labor Day yesterday. And I was hiking up 1,100 feet with my family and friends. And we went up to a cold mountain, well, a cold cave at the top. And boy, my legs are feeling it today, Dr. Bittar. Well, I was ready to uh, appreciate Labor Day by laboring a little bit more. Which, yes. Of course, there's no labor to the show, but... So I thought we were going to still be because um, we we have we've done the show on on New Year's Day we've done it on Fourth of July we've done it even on Christmas Day I think a couple twice I think we've done it even on Christmas Day haven't we we've that's right yeah no we we're we're hardcore on the message of health freedom and healing liberty we don't want to leave a day behind that's why if it does fall on a holiday we'll either pre-record or I'll ask you if you can show up on a different day and. Uh, you know, tonight, of course, I, I learned that you have a conference call later, so we got you on right right at the get-go. So you're going to, you know, kick us into gear here, Dr. Batar. Well, I am I'm hoping that uh, it doesn't throw too many people off, but for anybody that is listening that's part of the uh, the band study that we're doing, that's what actually the conference call is. It's set up for the band study people. Um, it was set up for a Tuesday evening at the same time as the radio show. So we may end up doing the question-answer session that I do normally with the Facebook and the Instagram people afterwards and try to combine it with the band study. But anyway, we'll figure it out. I figure where there's a will, there's a way, right? Yeah, it'll work out. It'll work out. Well, you know, you sent me a a story last week, Dr. Batar, after we did our advanced medicine on the normal day. And it was like, oh, my gosh, he's ready to go. (laughs) And it it was really a good story because it went to the scientific reference points for a comparison of alcohol, right? Like, you know, spirits, distilled spirits, as they call them, for drinking. I'm not talking about necessarily preserving it in a homeopathic remedy or, you know, or even the Krebs cycle of digestion that does produce some level of alcohol. So, our, you know, our bodies know how to deal with this metabolic poison. But in, in, in ta- discussing drinking, right? Heavy drinking, recreational drinking, weekend binge, whatever it is, compared to the use of a plant, a plant known as the cannabis plant. Some would call it recreational. Some would argue that even recreational is medicinal because they're looking for something that maybe they need to feel, whatever reason it is. I'm not judging it. It's saying maybe that's something going on here. But the question of danger, and I think as a healer, we would, would say, you know, is there a way to measure what is more dangerous in terms of utilization, whether it be one time or long term? This, this article goes into it. Yeah, it actually is a, is a fantastic article. Because one of the problems that we have is that we are indoctrinated. As a society, the problem that we have is that we're indoctrinated by what we're taught when we're children, by our parents, by our teachers, by the clergy, by everybody that is considered to be an authority and everybody that we look up to. And so I grew up in the same age as you, Robert, where probably you had the same type of thing that, you know, marijuana is bad, it's illegal, it's uh, this and that, and, and, you know, it's like, yeah, well, we were, we, were, we were definitely taught, and Ty Bollinger, our buddy, has talked about that, too, how within the church, you know, you know the viewpoint on cannabis is it's like demonic in some ways, yet alcohol is like, well, no, that's just the normal thing adults do, right? 
Well, and, it's actually, it's even used in ceremony. You know, alcohol is used sure. in ceremony with, like, you know, partaking of, uh, of wine. Oh, the wine in the Jewish and the Christian religions, it is part, very often part of it. And, I, you know, I'm not saying that they're saying you should be drinking to excess, but they don't look at it as, you know, a mortal sin to drink some alcohol. Other religious beliefs say, no, 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 no alcohol at all. But if we step back from a religious dogma and, and, and belief systems and say, okay, well, let's look at it from a doctoral perspective. What's the medicinal benefit and or detriment? And how do we weigh these things out so people can make fully informed decisions, for instance, about cannabis, if it's good, if it's bad, they'll make decisions too. And we didn't have that ability or let's say not the ability but we weren't afforded the opportunity because the information was either not there or withheld you're exactly right you're exactly right and robert you know i think i shared with you off the air when i actually found out the truth about this particular plant it was actually at an advanced medicine seminar that was being held i think it was our charlotte one or the one in philadelphia um it must have been the Charlotte one because Ty was there. And it's when Ty gave his lecture about the history of cannabis. Actually, when he was talking about the Flexner Report, and then he gave the history about how cannabis actually became demonized. And it was all to do with money from, um, help me out, what was the name of the industrialist that owned all the Far Street? Well, the Hearst, the Hearst Empire was the newspaper empire, and he did own a lot of the forest's land. And, of course, you could produce, I think, at least four times as much paper per acre, and it's much more renewable, much more rapidly than old-growth or even new-growth forests. So replanting forests, highly inefficient, but the money was there because he owned the land with the forests. Right, and I just want to clarify, because you missed the most important point just now. Hemp grows four times faster. It was, it was the plant hemp that I just want to make sure that yes. the listeners got what you were saying, because I know you know, you know it, so, so you've said it really fast and, and in an excited manner, which is, Exactly the thing how I felt. I felt like, yes. wait a second, there's a plant that you can actually grow faster. It's a, it's highly nutritious, has medicinal benefits, and, and the byproducts of this plant can be utilized for so many different things. For example, hempcrete, which is from the stalk of the hemp. Uh, it's actually processed fiber, and it's uh, compressed, and it's more insulative than concrete. It's soundproof. It's mold-resistant. It's an amazing building material. You've got... You already mentioned the paper aspect. It grows faster. It's more resilient. It's a stronger paper. Um, you've got all sorts of things from shampoos and, and conditioners and soaps and things that are made out of a hemp. Uh, it's a very universal plant. But for me personally, this hempcrete, which is a, an amazing material to build with, and then also, of course, the medicinal benefits of, um, of hemp, why are we not using this? And this is this is probably the top 10 biggest atrocities committed against mankind, you know, vaccines probably being the number one, but, or, or the vaccines with all the, all the garbage in them being number one. But um, this is probably one of the greatest atrocities committed against mankind by having such a, such a amazing plant being demonized for, you know, probably what, 75 to a hundred years. And here's the weirdest part about it. Our forefathers over 200 years ago attributed uh, the marijuana plant with a gift from the creator. Mm-hmm. And this is something that Ty had talked about where there were certain quotes, but they talked about how um, marijuana was considered or, or the hemp plant was considered a gift from God uh, for the for the new world, for the new colonies that had, from people that had come over from England to colonize the new Americas. So what, from that, you know, being a gift from the creator to 
being ostracized as the worst thing that you can do and how it's going to you know, cause all these problems and making people uh, criminals and sending them to jail for, <laughs> yeah. for doing something that 200 years ago our forefathers were doing. I mean, that's just amazing to me that yeah. uh, and uh, even, you can go from one... Even mid-20th one, century, it was a patriotic duty to grow hemp for the war effort, if you remember. The fibers, the things that was do- done for industry... And, and yet, again, we were denied the opportunity to make that choice because it was demonized before our eyes for many reasons, a few of which we've mentioned. So if we look at this now, we've got a lot of catching up to do. If we look at weighing out alcohol versus weed, we're not telling you to use or don't, other than, hey, be careful, there's information on here about alcohol. That's, it's not new information. But there are those out there saying, well, you know, weed, come on. You know, everybody's drinking alcohol. You're an adult. They've read about it in the Bible. What about this weed thing? And you go to this, this article, which is really good science, and it's going through uh, the increased risk associated with alcohol, the leading risk. The re- leading risk factor for death in 2016, yeah. alcohol. It's Cannabis amazing, wasn't on the list at all. Not even, not even on the list. I just, okay, hold on. Yeah. No, go ahead, finish that thought, because there's something else came to mind. Go ahead. I was just saying, you know, if you believe in a culture of life, you know, and this is a controversial topic because now they've got the Supreme Court nonsense going on. It's like it's all about whether this guy favors Roe versus Wade and terminating life of babies before they're born. And you're like, once people come out, do you care about life then? I I just wonder. And if if alcohol is this deadly, where's the real concern about, you know, restricting it like they are still federal and certain states that want to restrict the cannabis plant, which is not on the list of risk for death? Yeah, this is, this is um, you talk about politicizing something. This has been, uh, this could be actually used as a uh, learning tool historically in the future of how you can take something that's really good and politicize it and make it evil. Um, if you want to look at this on a mini scale, look at the prohibition with alcohol, what they did with that. And, and now, of course, you know, alcohol is available at, pretty much every department store, I mean, every uh, grocery station, at every yeah. grocery store. So, but remember we talked about man's law and God's law once on the air? And oh, how yes. man's law will change. So you, you, you've done something wrong and now you've done something right. And that can change with the wind and the political fever and, the you know, wherever you are in the history of, of, of man. Uh, but God's law is consistent. Mm-hmm. And so... Sometimes I've actually been asked this in the, in the private setting where when we did the um, advanced medicine um, retreat in Mexico a couple of years back, uh, this question came up, and it was like, well, what is God's law? And, you know, it was an interesting question, but rather than me saying what is God's law or you interpreting what you think is God's law or, or some other rabbi or a imam or a priest or a preacher or whatever, you know, we're all human beings. So what is God's law? I think God's law is in our hearts. We know what's right and wrong. We know the difference between um, doing something for the right reason and doing something for the wrong reason. Of course, remember that the path to hell is paved with good intentions. I'm not talking about good intentions. Yeah. I'm talking about, they say, to, to steal is wrong. But if I steal food to feed a child, I will do it. I know in my heart that's the right thing to do, okay? But I've, I've done something that, according to man's law, stealing is wrong. I'm, I'm not trying to steal 
for to take away from somebody. I'm trying to, if I steal to feed a child, then to me, in my, you know, God puts, a, God lives within all of us. So to mm-hmm. me, that's, that's it was a, there's a deeper connection and maybe unwritten and unspoken, maybe written and spoken some places. But when we think about this plan, and of course, you look at Dr. Batar and you look at me, a couple of stoners, not, <laughs> you know, we're, we're just advocating for good medicine. And if there's a need for the plant, we see that it, it's really killing nobody versus alcohol being devastating, devastating. I mean, again, I recognize you in religious sacrament ceremonies. It can be used appropriately. And, of course, in the Krebs cycle of digestion, your body knows what to do with that poison. But, man, when you're drinking that alcohol, it's not even a close contest, folks. Go check out the article. It's listed in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. It's the lead story. We've got a special edition of Advanced Medicine continuing after this. The revolution will be broadcast. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Do you really want to rely on medical doctors for better health? Or would you rather know the secret to unlocking your immune system to help your body fight off disease naturally? Hey, this is RSB, and after a quarter century of healing research, I'd like to share with you my secret to optimal health. It's my immune system. It's what keeps me healthy while naturally preventing sickness. So how do I keep myself and my family from getting sick? It includes the premium supplements I get from Better Way Health, especially Transfer Points Beta 1 3D Glucan. Go to betterwayhealth.com slash radio to get your exclusive RSB show discount today. Better Way Health only carries the highest quality supplements on the market. They're the nation's number one retailer of Transfer Point Beta Glucan, which is an immune system supplement that outperforms top competitors 16 to 1. I've teamed up with Better Way Health to save big on all these natural supplements. All you need to do is go to betterwayhealth.com slash radio to get your exclusive RSB show discount today. Again, that's betterwayhealth.com slash radio. Rocking the health world to the power of radio. It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. Just to answer one more layer of the plant controversy, Dr. Bittar. You know, in the Andes, the high altitude in the Andes Mountains of South America, they regularly chew on the coca leaves, right? And if you, if, if you take the coca leaves and refine them, they become illicit, dangerous narcotics. But that's different than the plant form, right? As God created it, people use it for medicinal purposes, and it's not addicting in that way. People that have tried it at high altitudes, my gosh, they adjust to high altitudes And again, this is context for everybody, that when you demonize a derivative of a plant that might be synthetic or synthesized and isolated, that's distinctly different or should be from a whole plant, how it was created and how it can be used safely, like we were learning about the cannabis plant. Yeah, I think that's a very important distinction to make. And I think that also looking at the agenda behind the, or the hidden agenda behind the people that are trying to make this whatever natural substance, whether it's the cocoa leaf or the hemp plant or many other things that are natural, what is their agenda? Why are they promoting uh, a message of, like, it's got to be a suspicious agenda, right? Why are they promoting this message that be careful, be careful, be careful? Like, chelation is a perfect example. This is a medical treatment. This is not even a... This isn't even a um, plant or natural derived. There's, there's nothing natural about chelation, right? It's a synthetic mm-hmm. amino acid. But they talk about the dangers of chelation therapy and the number of deaths from chelation. I think it's two or three people that have died in the last 75, 80 years from chelation. And all those people died from an inappropriate use of which, which 
anything that's used inappropriately is going to cause death, right? So now you compare that to Tylenol over the counter, how many people have died? It's the number one substance that causes liver toxicity. It's, it's the number one uh, drug abuse that uh, creates the, the people that are showing up in uh, emergency rooms. Well, liver failure. Suicide. I believe it's the number one. Yeah, for liver failure, exactly. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and it's over the counter. So why, you have to start asking yourself, what is the agenda of the powers that be that are promoting uh, a message that X is dangerous, yet there's only been, um, it's either totally natural, never caused a death, or may have had one or two deaths, versus mm-hmm. approving and allowing for claims to be made on things like Vioxx, for example, that killed 55,000 people before it was considered to be dangerous. So what is the agenda there? What is We have to start asking ourselves. We have to have that critical factor that we ask. We have to be judicious in our thought process and ask, why is this message being promoted this way? Who is going to benefit from me as a consumer going to the right versus the left, making this decision to get this natural substance where they've got all these uh, all this uh, uh, emphasis that you shouldn't be consuming it, and then look at uh, why they're going to the right and looking at this other substance, like say a vaccine, which is actually the story that we we're going to talk about, and then mm-hmm. look at what the agenda there is. You know, how many people has it really benefited? This article with the uh, vaccines that I sent you, Robert, actually yeah. admits that some of these vaccines are not that effective. I mean, I was amazed that they actually admitted that, and, and then their rationale for changing the vaccine. Yeah, you had you'd sent this. It was on the on the on the, the flu mist, the flu block, the yeah. non-egg version of the yeah. I, I don't have time to go into it fully like I'd like to because you sprung it on me before. But man, oh man. They're happy because they have egg-free vaccines. Let me just give you a quote from this article that Dr. Batar sent out. Maybe, Super Don, if you want to send it out. Flu block, which is what they're focused on here, uses genetic material from the most common circulating flu viruses and combines it, get this, with an insect virus called a baculovirus grown in caterpillar cells. That's right. It's an improvement from eggs. Now we're, <laughs> we've got caterpillar DNA mixing with humans. It's just absolute insanity, in my opinion. Well, did you see the other part when they talked about one of the other vaccines that's grown in canine kidney? Yep. They were renal cells, I know. You were one of, yeah. So dog renal cells. Amazing dog renal cells, exactly. So it's, um, it's just so strange when you start looking at how this information is being promoted. I think that we as consumers and we as the public, um, and especially, Robert, people like yourself and myself that are in a position where we have a platform that we can help make people more aware of some of these things, I believe that our message should be that people should become more judicious in their thought process. Mm -hmm. And when you are hit with a message, a marketing message, or, um, you know, news or whatever it is, ask yourself, what is the agenda behind the, the, the message. What is, what is that? It's a hidden agenda. There always is a hidden yeah. agenda, right? Yeah, and of and course, Big Pharma... Big Pharma stands to lose big time on the cannabis issue, but, you know, even though it started a little differently when we talk about the Hearst Empire and the forests. But boy, oh boy, when you begin to see what was behind the banning of, of that plant, you begin to see nefarious activity on all levels of human behavior. Uh, we want to get beyond that here on Advanced Medicine here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Hey, what's the answer for antibiotic resistant bacteria? We got that next. The Robert Scott Bell Show. In all my years of radio, I've never seen anything like this. The Robert Scott Bell Show. 
CancerTutor.com is at the forefront of research, education, and guidance for people battling cancer. We've partnered with renowned doctors and clinics throughout the world to educate and empower people with the truth about all cancer treatment options, from traditional to natural and integrative protocols. Cancer is not a death sentence, but is instead an invitation to life change. And CancerTutor.com is committed to walking with you, helping you find your path as you begin your unique journey of healing. Your cancer journey is personal, so CancerTutor.com is personalized for you, providing access to the latest curated information on groundbreaking research and treatments, including ebooks, recipes, doctor interviews, and more. Natural medicine is no longer the alternative. It is the first and best option for restoring your health, and Cancer Tutor is leading this movement. Reclaim your right to treat your cancer on your terms at CancerTutor.com. Advanced Medicine is on, of course, a day late, not a dollar short, whatever that would mean here. But no, the Advanced Medicine with Dr. Rasha Bittar, we got to keep it going no matter what. It's a, uh, it was a holiday weekend, and uh, here we are sort of midweek already and uh, cranking it up with Dr. Rasha Bittar. Check it out, drbittar.com, B-U-T-T-A-R, and advancedmedicine.com, as well as links up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. Now, Dr. Bittar. Antibiotics. We've talked about this for years together. You know, it's not that we say there's never, ever a place for them, okay? But if they were relegated to last resort, as they should have been, we wouldn't be dealing with mass quantities, so-called quantities of antibiotic-resistant, as they call them, superbugs. So uh, modern medicine's finally gotten with the program. they finally gotten smart, wised up, apparently. Maybe I'm speaking a bit out of turn here, Dr. Batar. What do you think? They say the answer... To antibiotic-resistant bacteria are, or is, more, even more antibiotics. I, I, I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. This is, I mean, I try to make them look, I can't do it. I can't make them look good in this case. Yeah, there's not much you can do in a situation like that. You know, at, at a certain point, you just kind of walk away and you... Um, you just have to shake your head and just say, you remember those, those uh, funny things that would say, this, this is too stupid, I can't, I can't even respond to it. You just get yes. up and you walk away. It, yeah, yeah. It doesn't justify response. Right. You don't know what to say because, again, the same um, one of uh, Einstein's quotes, you cannot solve a problem with the same mindset that created the problem in the first place. And yeah. for them to, they, they've, they've just obviously missed that. You know, you, you, how can you solve a problem if you the mind that created that same problem is a mind that's using to to create the solution of the same problem? It, right. it just it just defies logic. So right. It'll you, never work. Right. You you broke your toe because the hammer hit it, and you think, well, I know how to solve this. I'll hit I'll hit it even harder with the same hammer. Uh, they've actually said they're 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 you know drug cocktails. This concept of polypharmacy to chemotherapeutic uh, uh, you know levels, uh, not very therapeutic. But I've called antibiotics a form of chemo. And here they're talking about combining five or six and saying, my gosh, those antibiotics, they're finally working again, right? It's like, wait a second, how toxic do you want to make a patient? I mean, if, are you happy that you killed the bacteria, but you also killed the patient? I mean, that's the part parcel of you know, modern oncology. 
And, and yet this is their idea, like their idea for people that they said had AIDS when they wrongly said it was HIV. They, they would say, here's a toxic chemotherapy drug we used to use. It was so toxic, cancer patients would die. They couldn't tolerate it. Let's give it to these people with no immune system. I mean, you can't, you can't find logic in that unless you're a big pharma, you know, uh, acolyte that just says we can do no wrong. We just throw more at it. Well, you know, people have said that, well, these are differences in opinions, Dr. Bittar. You know, they, they would say the same thing to you, right, Robert? Well, everybody has a different opinion. That's why you've got the right and the left. You know, you've got the Democrats and Republicans. You've got people that believe in, in uh, you know, in, in right to choose or, or not to choose for life or, you know, all, all these, everybody's got an opinion. So you've always got polarity. You've always got two different sides. But I think it's important, at least for our listeners, Robert, and I want to point this out, and you tell me if you agree with this. Mm-hmm. I believe, Robert, I'm talking for you now, so if I say something wrong, please correct me, but I believe that our issue is not right versus wrong or go, go to the right or go to the left. It, it, that's not what we're saying. I think our agenda is very simple, that people need to start thinking and understanding what's happening. And then if you decide that you want to go to the right or you want to go to the left, then that's your choice. It's completely fine, but be aware. So if you decide that, you know, some people say, you're anti-vaccine, you're pro-vaccine. Okay, forget about anti-vaccine, pro-vaccine. Like you just said again, which I've always been upset for the last seven, eight years, I'm not anti-vaccine. Robert, you're not anti-vaccine. We're just anti-stupidity. So, again, we're saying be aware of what is in the vaccine. Be aware of what the agenda is. Be aware of of what the goal of a vaccine, which is a good goal. You know, just stimulate the music. That's a good goal. But then look at it. Use your mind. God gave us all our minds. And then determine which is the right course of action for you. And course of right course of action for one person may be the right different course of action for somebody else. That's fine. Yeah. The right course of action may be two different opposing actions for two different individuals. Our agenda isn't to sway everybody to one side or the other side. It's just to have people start to think and come to your own conclusion. And we believe that logic and intelligence and looking at it from a judicious standpoint, being educated. When I say intelligence, let me take that back. Educated. I didn't mean intelligent. Mm-hmm. I meant educated. So to be educated and becoming aware, looking at things judiciously, will then yeah. allow people to make an informed decision. And that's all we're about. I, I love it. I, I can't say anything more than that, honestly. You're, you brought up the mind, which fascinates me. Because obviously we are into uh, health freedom, right? Healing liberty, that kind of thing. We want people to have all the information to make informed decisions. The decisions they make, that's up to you, right? Not up to me and Dr. Batar. Uh, it is life's purpose according to this headline, rests in our mind's spectacular drive to extract meaning from the world. Now, I was talking with uh, Super Don about this before we went on the air, Dr. Batar. I'm like, I don't think the mind has a spectacular drive. I think that the spirit, right, there's something more that drives the mind. Because I look at the mind as a machine, right? It's programmed. It can be programmed improperly. And it can, it can be going off on its own. And it's going to be kind of scary, really. And what drives it, right? What sends that input to give that so-called unquenchable, unquenchable thirst, the spectacular drive to extract meaning? And I think a lot of folks are allowing others to program themselves, and so they don't ask the questions that we ask here on the air. I think you're absolutely right. And I think that this is the most important thing that anybody can do is to start asking those questions yourself. Ask yourself the question and get on the computer and Google it. And don't just look at the first or second or third thing on Google. Look at both opinions, both balanced opinions, and uh, and I'm sorry, look at both sides of the opinions, and so you can form a balanced your own personal opinion. And that's really what.
what it comes down to because it's all about empowerment. It's all about becoming more aware and having that arsenal of knowledge so that you're, you're, you're no longer able to be put into that category of victim. Right. So exactly. this, information, this information that's being provided, I think, is essential for the entire planet. Everybody should be aware of these things. Everybody yeah. should be aware of how vaccines work. Everybody should be aware of what the agenda behind the vaccines are. And that's a good agenda to, to build the immune system. No, no, no argument there. But how it's being done and the, and the lack of understanding how physiology works and, the, you know, it's like evidence-based medicine. Evidence-based medicine, the way it's defined, is nothing based upon evidence. Evidence-based mm-hmm. medicine should be, you would think, based upon the evidence. But it's not. They just take the right words and then they put it on, they take the right, correct, politically correct word and they put it on something that's totally it's a, yeah, it's really amazing. Now, you, to ascribe everybody having that benevolent uh, and benign approach to vaccines, that all we want to do is help your immune system. Granted, the vast majority of people administering them, they believe that's what they're doing, that's all they're about. But I would argue that there is a nefarious agenda because on other levels, they absolutely know how destructive this is. And at the very least, it's a gateway drug intervention, like injectable to a lifelong dependence on pharmaceutical intervention. So it's a, it's a loss leader in a sense. If they make money on it, they do because they have no liability should they injure or kill. But the point is set them up for a life. Now, others have argued population reduction. It could be argued because the end result of some of these vaccines is in fact uh, infertility. And in other cases, just chronic disease sets you up for, again, you're going to be a customer for life. Now, there are worse agendas behind that, but I want to layer it because not everybody is there. I'm not accusing every doctor of being a nefarious player in this context. Right, and I think that the point that I was making, Robert, was that if people start asking the question, again, the whole context behind vaccines is a noble one to stimulate, and a good one and an important one to stimulate the immune system. But what they've done is they're taking that good agenda and they're hiding this, they're actually hiding their nefarious agenda behind this good agenda. Because if anybody truly wanted to stimulate the immune system, they would not be adding things such as that are immunosuppressive, giving it a time when the immune system isn't even capable of creating a response, and then using substances that are already foreign to our own system so that they can't assimilate and are going to cause a further immunosuppressive response as opposed to an immunogenic uh, stimulatory response. So. Mm-hmm. If we start to understand these things, then we realize, yeah, we, we want to have, we want to be resistant to disease, no doubt about that. But the way it's being done, there's, there's nothing true about it. There's nothing scientific about it. They're taking a bunch of facts and throwing them together and calling it science. It's like taking a bunch of bricks, throwing it together and calling it a house. Yeah. A pile of bricks doesn't make a house. Yes, houses are made of bricks. Similar science is made of facts. But you can't throw a bunch of bricks together and say that's a house. It, it doesn't work that way. Right, right. Now, so... so, so Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So my point is that you can't throw a bunch of facts together and call it science. They're not using the scientific approach, which is all based upon observation. And observation here clearly shows that the use of vaccines causes health problems, causes yeah. uh, neurological implications, causes long-term sequelae that, are, that, that have caused more and more. It's a cascade. It's a positive feedback system, and it has to be stopped. Yeah, yeah indeed. And that's why, uh, again, why we do what we do. Why Dr. Batar does advanced medicine, why we come together on radio, why I'm doing two hours a day, six days a week, why I'm going to be at the Trinity Live Conference, which used to be known as the Health Freedom Expo. 
And why, if you go there, you will be exposed to folks that are sharing information like this, not to, not to you know, make you a robot for that information, but to help you to think about these things so that you make better decisions for yourself and your health. And there are people out there, unfortunately, that are invested in keeping you protected from information that could cause you to question official stories, as Liam Sheff called them, or other realities that are not profitable to them. You've got to decide how you want to live your life as a you know, I'd say it could, could put it as a follower or a leader. I mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, nuance to that statement. But the reality is, do you want to be the victim of all these other things going on around you? Or do you want to be the champion, the co-creator of your life where you're setting the stage for a future life of health, vitality, and for your kids and grandkids because you know the rules, you know how the game is played, or life itself operates, and what are, as you said earlier, Dr. Batar, the natural laws or God's laws? Yeah, and and I think that people becoming aware and and helping to uh, helping themselves by becoming more judicious in the thought process, we're we're going to we're, you know we're creating a new we're creating a new world. I mean, look at where where cannabis is now. Look at where hemp is now, and where it was ten years ago. I mean, already Canada has on a global scale on a federal scale. Uh, legalize it. Uruguay has. The U.S. is very close now. I don't know how many states have already legalized it, but so this is proof in the pudding that people are becoming aware. Yeah, indeed. And Dr. Bachar, you're helping us do that. Appreciate you so much. We got another segment here, a special edition of Advanced Medicine, a day late, but it's just as awesome. Links are up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. Check them out there. It'll take you to advancedmedicine.com as well. And they got a uh, special conference call about the bands, the Mangoes study. That's going on. It'll be coming up after uh, this hour, too. But stick around for those of you who want to. And if not, you can listen on the archives as well. We'll be right back. Great heavens. What kind of radio show is this? The Robert Scott Bell Show. Longtime listeners to the Robert Scott Bell Show know how important it is to detoxify their bodies, much less prevent the toxins from getting in in the first place. One of my favorite ways to do it is through drinking Echo Water, the molecular hydrogen we get. Go to robertswater.com. Paul Baratero from Synergy Science is back with us with an update. Absolutely. We definitely have amazing filtration, removing all the chlorine, chloramines, pesticides, pharmaceuticals, VOCs, all the types of things you should be concerned about being in your drinking water. We can even get rid of fluoride. We have a separate filter that removes fluoride so that you don't have to worry about that in your water. So remove those before they get in your body so you don't have to worry about getting rid of them once they're in your body. And in addition, the advancements with the Echo 9 Ultra H2 available to you, as well as the economical unit pH neutral NHM 130 available. And now whole house water filtration available through Synergy Science. Check it out. SynergyScience.com 800-337-7017. Special deals for Robert Scott Bell Show listeners. Making sense out of medical propaganda. Here's Robert. Alright, we're coming up on uh, uh, not a nice anniversary, the 9-11 anniversary, uh, 2001, 17 years ago. Uh, of course, the attacks on uh, uh, our, uh, uh, well, trade centers, the Pentagon, etc. Of course, there's many controversies behind the scenes that go well beyond the, the official stories that we've covered here on the show. But what we're concerned about now are those who have suffered the cleanup crew, the, the responders that are dealing with lung damage. And we have covered issues of how to help them. There's a uh, new study that has come out, apparently, and, well, it says something that we've been talking about forever, 
that I, I, I don't think it's a stretch to call it today's moment of duh. What are you people? On dope? <laughs> Amalgamated Association of Morons. Local 6 and 7 8. You're crazy! Today's moment of dub brought to you by eating better is always going to be good for you, even with lung damage, maybe especially with lung damage. A new clinical trial sees firefighters who responded on September 11, 2001, switch to a diet high in olive oil and fish. In this case, they said low in red meat. And apparently their outcomes, their health outcomes have improved. I don't know how it took them this long to do this study to figure this thing out. It took them, what, 10 years to find Osama bin Laden, if that's even true. And here we got 17 years later, they're saying, Dr. Batar, these people with lung damage should be eating a better diet. Yeah, I mean, kind of strange how um, they, 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 <laughs> they came up with this huge discovery. Of course, everybody should be eating a better diet, and especially people that have been in a period of stress, whether it's physiological stress or in the case of firefighters that were in 9-11, um, besides the physiological stress, they, were, they had uh, the emotional stress of watching all those people um, dying, uh, having to put their lives at risk, being exposed to all sorts of fallout. And I'm talking about like toxic stuff, the number of light bulbs in those buildings that were mercury-laden and the inhalation of the mercury vapor and, and other types of uh, exposures. I mean, so they're physiologically, they're physically, they're mm-hmm. emotionally traumatized. And, of course, everybody's going to benefit from a proper diet, proper nutrition. So especially those people that have been under physiological stress, under a physical stress, and under emotional stress, they're going to be, they're going to need this even more. So yeah, their focus yeah. here, Dr. Batar, is just on uh, enhancing beneficial lipids and decreasing problematic lipids. I mean, again, it's such a, 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 an immature way of looking at the body, and it has nothing to do with, my gosh, if they're eating a better diet, they're going to be more minerals in there. Metabolically, they'll be able to handle an onslaught of other things, but maybe they'll be able to start getting at the bioaccumulation and help the liver. I mean, there's nothing like that. It's all about, well, good fat and bad fat. Once again, they're taking a basic concept and just just screwing it up. Yeah, I love the way you just put that immature way of looking at it, and that's that that couldn't have been said better. That that's exactly what it is. It's a very immature, unevolved, primitive way of looking at how the system works. That's a good word. I like that. So, what we've seen over the years of those who have, who have uh, you know placed these these those people that were in harm on detoxification supportive protocols, some intravenous chelation. We've talked about far infrared sauna sweat therapy. Uh, aggressively looking at the toxins that you mentioned, including mercury, they were exposed to asbestos and other things, and helping the body to remove those things. Now, when it comes to lung health, we've talked about things that can help lungs, and it's, you know, Ty and I covered it and unlocked the power to heal as well. But this, again, it's a immature concept. Great, we're all about good, better diet, eating cleaner food. But my gosh, if your only focus is then, hey, can we get more HDL and reduce LDL? I mean, it boils down to the same mistakes. I completely agree with you, Robert. And I think that um, I think that if people remember that doing the common things, doing the everyday things, doing something every day, that's where really where health becomes. Um, ubiquitous and something that you can really now experience in all aspects of your life. It's doing something on a regular basis. I am perfect 
I'm a perfect example of somebody who has slacked off on something that I have routinely done for years and years, and just in four or five weeks, I have seen such a difference in myself. And um, there's a whole cascade that goes on mentally here, but doing the right things on a daily basis. It doesn't have to be that dramatic. It's simple, simple things, you know, drink more water, go for a walk after dinner. Just simple things. Just start that process every day. Once it becomes easy. Just being consistent, that's where you have to get there. One foot in front of the other, and pretty soon you're up 1,100 feet at a cave. That's what we did with the family yesterday. Y'all go back to exercising if you haven't already. And keep listening to Advanced Medicine here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, where Dr. Vitar is about to tell you what you need to know, because we got to go. The Robert Scott Bell Show.